Good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Bev, on this sensational Sunday. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Every day is a good day when you get up and full of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah is right. Hmm. My teaching today is entitled, What is the Anointing? When our youngest daughter, Alexander, or Zan, as we call her now, was about four years old, she went to her room to take a nap. Within just a few moments, we heard her singing, Ooh, ah, oh, only at Mattress Giant. <laughs> Our purpose in telling this story is not a social commentary on the effectiveness of television advertising in the lives of our children and adults, but rather what creates the ooh, ah, feeling. For many believers, the anointing is defined as witnessing events or supernatural moments that give them an ooh, ah, feeling. The anointing is not restricted to such feelings because it's much more. It's not, un it's not unusual to hear people say, he or she's so anointed. I can feel the anointing in the room or even hear them say, I wish I operated in that kind of anointing. I'm not minimizing people who make those statements or the manifestations of which they speak. But I am saying the anointing is much more than that and is not limited to ooh, ah, feelings. What does the Word of God say about the anointing? John 14, 26, 14, 26, classic Amplified. But the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, Intercessor, Advocate, Strengthener, Standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things, and he will cause you to recall, remind you of, and to bring to your remembrance everything that I've told you. That's powerful. You know, let's look at the facts in this verse. Number one, God is sending you the Holy Spirit. That's what he did when Jesus came. He sent the Holy Spirit in his place to counsel us, to help us, to pray for us, to be an advocate for us, to strengthen us, and to stand by us. Number two, the Holy Spirit was sent to us to act and represent and act on behalf of Jesus himself. In John 5.20, John 5.20, Classic Amplified, it says, The Father dearly loves the Son and discloses to or shows him everything that he himself does. And he will disclose to him, let him see greater things yet than these, so that you may marvel and be full of wonder and astonishment. Wow. In John 14, <clears throat> excuse me, verse 20, John 14, verse 20 in the class, in the Amplified Bible says, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, he will himself be able to do the things that I do. And he will do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. Number three, you will be stronger because you have been endued with power. And number four, you will be able to remember everything he has taught you. But that is just the beginning. Yes, it is. It says the Holy Spirit is not an it, you know, or a thing, but rather the third person of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
Now the question arises how the Holy Spirit functions through us. Well, in 1 John 2.20, we're given this hint. 1 John 2.20, But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. According to Strong's Concordance, the Greek word for unction is G5545, G5545, and it means anything smeared on, ungent, ointment, usually prepared by the Hebrews from oil and aromatic herbs. In 1 John 2.27, 1 John 2.27, of course, oil is considered like the Holy Spirit. It says, but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye not, ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it has taught you, ye shall abide in him. He should really be our number one voice. That's not right. what other people said, not what the not even what the pastor said last Sunday. The point is he needs to abide in you and you need to listen to him. According to Strong's Concordance, the Greek word for anointing is the same exact word used for unction found in 1 John 2.20 that we just read. You know, the word, which it actually is, charis is like charisma, comes from the root word G5548, G5548, which means to anoint, consecrating Jesus to the messianic office and furnishing him with the necessary powers for its administration and enduing Christians with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That same word, G5548, appears in Luke 4.18, which says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. You know, when I said even hearing what the pre preacher says, we can misunderstand what people say, but the Holy Spirit will take and set us straight when we and help us to interpret what's being said to us. Some people read that verse above and say, you know, we just, I just read and say that the anointing only applies to people who are preaching the gospel, ministers, preachers, evangelists. But obviously that is not true. Strong's Concordance says to preach the gospel is the Greek word G2097, G2097. It means to bring good news, to announce great tidings. We are, let, let, let me give you this, and it's probably not a total revelation to you. You don't have to be an ordained minister of the gospel to bring good news. We just need to be anointed, which we already are, with the power, wisdom, and insight from the Holy Spirit who came to dwell, as the Amplified says, inside our innermost being. In Luke 4.18, 4, it also says that we're to preach deliverance to the captives. Who's captive? Well, the Greek word, let's start with this, preach, G2784, G2784 means to proclaim in the manner of a herald, to publish, proclaim openly something which has been done. That's our witness. We don't have to be ordained and have a certificate hanging on our wall to proclaim the deliverance found in the word of God. We're to set captives free. Amen. Right? Hallelujah. <laughs> the captives are set free. Because of the anointing. That's right. Isaiah 10, 27. And it shall come to pass in that day 
that his burden shall be taken away from off the shoulder, and his yoke from off him thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of your anointing. Luke 4.18, 4.18, New Living Translation. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has appointed me to preach, I'm sorry, he's anointed me, anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that the captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free. If the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, and it is, then you haven't, You've been anointed to bring the good news to the poor. What's the best news you can bring to the poor? That you don't have to live that way anymore. What's the best news you can proclaim to the captives of dead and lack? You don't have to live that way anymore. What's the best news you can bring to the blind? Now you can see the Word of God gives you a way to escape from all that has you bound. What's the best news you can bring to the oppressed? You're free. Acts 10, 38, 10, 38. How God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power, how he went about doing good and in particular curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil. For God was with him. Hallelujah. Number one, God anoints you with the Holy Spirit. Let's just give you these six points on what we were just taught, Harold was just talking about. Number two, the Holy Spirit gives you strength, ability, and power. And when we say strength, ability, and power, we're talking about authority beyond even what you thought possible or yourself capable of. You're, it's not your authority, it's God's authority in you. Number three, you're anointed to do good, to bless and help others. Isn't that the most wonderful thing? We just love it. Number four, God will use you to bring inward and outward healing to Hallelujah. people. Think on that. Number five, the Message Bible actually, translation of 1038, Acts 1038, says that we will bring healing everyone who has been beaten down by the devil. What a blessing. Number six, God will be with you as you operate in the anointing of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is from God. So we need to always remember we will never really be free until we are, number one, financially free. But you have to love the last part of Luke 4.18. 4.18 in the Message Bible, it says it this way, to set the burdened and the battered free to announce this is God's year to act. In other words, this is your year. That's right. This is your time to act. Yes. To operate under his anointing. Amos 9.13, 9.13. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, him who sows the sea. And mountains shall drop sweet wine, and all the hills shall melt. That is, everything heretofore bearing and unfruitful shall overflow with spiritual blessing. Wow. I like the Message Bible translation. Of that, Amos 9.13. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once, and everywhere you look, 
Blessings. Blessings. Everywhere you look, blessings. That's a great way to start a Sunday. Amen. Are you ready for You're that? You're going to be fired up and powered up before you ever <laughs> step foot in the church today. No doubt about it. Amen. Join us tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern. Yep. For Rich Thoughts TV. Amen. Yeah, you'll be blessed by it. Yes, you There's will. There's four places where it's streamed. You can watch it on YouTube.com. Go to... Um, Rich Thoughts TV online. You can watch it at Savior Connect, a great social media site. You can watch it at Facebook, uh, at Brother Harold, Facebook at Brother Harold. Or, or you can go to HaroldHerring.com. Hallelujah. And watch it where it says, join Harold and Beth on Sunday night. Amen. So till tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern, and every morning at 8.30 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.